What's he doing? Why are you pulling it closer? No, don't do it. Now I have to be louder. No, dude. Why? Hello. <laughs> you can't do this. You can't fucking do this. Hello. And welcome to... No, this to won't work. I mean, you can. A start start. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna move it back. No, please don't. I'm gonna move it back. How, when? Well, as soon as I do this intro. No, you're not gonna do the whole intro like this. Yes, I am. <laughs> People can't fucking hear you. Yes, they can. I don't wear microphones when I listen to our podcast, and I can't hear you when you do this shit. They can hear just fine. I play it really loud across the room, and I can't hear, lo- like, low things. It's not low because I'm talking right into the microphone. It's actually... A normal volume. It's on par with the normal volume of speech from a normal distance. This is on par enough. This is ASMR. Good fucking God. <laughs> what the fuck was that? ASMR. You can't just lick your lips. Poor Chris. Chris is gonna Angels and ministers of grace defend us. All right. Let me do the intro. No. Hello. And welcome to... A Star to Steer by a Star Trek podcast. I feel really uncomfortable. This is episode 162. Woo! <laughs> I thought last episode was 162. No, last episode was 161. Are you sure? My yes, name the one is Jake, was and I am joined by... Oh, good God. Chris. Ugh, it's Ames. Caitlin. Stop it! Today, we will be discussing two episodes of Star Trek Deep Space Nine, the first of which is Whispers. That's why he did that. I hate it. I hate it so much. I also hate it. The second of which... Uh, I hate this too. ...is Paradise. Okay, so we'll talk about these whispers. Well, Brian's having a rough time. He usually does. Uh, Have you well, seen he, his life? So he's, he's, he's on his way back to the station after having done some meeting with a, a species called the Paradas. No, no, he's just left the station. Uh, no, he's on his way back to the station. No, no, he's fleeing. They start in Tabula Rasa. Oh, it's a okay, framing yeah. device. I see. Yeah, you're right. They so. added the framing device because thank they, you the, the for the correction. So, all right, yeah, we open in dramatic fashion with O'Brien having left the station. Apparently, shit's gone wrong, uh, and he's being evidently pursued by other people in runabouts. And then he starts through a log entry. He starts to give us the backstory. In the backstory, he has just arrived back to the station from visiting this planet to visit to see the Paradas who are having some kind of a peace talk on the station uh, and he has to make these like really crazy security precautions and right off the bat things are going so well everyone's treating them kind of weird being you know like kind of eerily eerily nice and accommodating but not in a good way yeah bit pod people yeah bit pod people O'Brien's very suspicious he gets, like, for you know, for example, he gets home to see Keiko, and she's very cold to him, which doesn't set him off immediately because that's <laughs> just how it goes. Molly refuses to hug him. He's like, yeah, that's about right. Um, because uh, I'm not her dad. But hey! Then, but, then, oh, but what shit. really tips him off that something's not right is, is Keiko is really nice and, and makes him his favorite dinner. Which? Which he, which he is certain is poisoned. Um <laughs> uh, And she won't eat it either. And she like, won't eat it. eat the salad. So anyway, O'Brien starts going about trying to figure out what's going on. He finds out like he's been locked out of certain systems and things like that. But eventually, Odo's been off the station doing something somewhere. And he shows up and O'Brien goes to him like, Listen, Odo, uh, I need you to find out what's going on here. Everyone's really, something fucky's going on. And Odo's like, I'll look into it. <laughs> um, so Odo looks into it and then he also becomes a pod person. O'Brien, meanwhile, is like, hmm, I might have to get out of here. So he plots this whole escape thing, and he has a little, like, a flashbang that he uses to escape from Odo's office. And... Oh, that kind of flashbang. That was cool. I um, actually really liked that. Yeah, and he, he manages to, to make off in a roundabout. He heads, so then, you know, that brings us back to present day where he's uh, on his way to back to Paradas because he thinks, you know, something must have happened while I was there that, you know, maybe they know something. He but gets, he also thinks that someone's going to make an attempt on these pieces. Well, talks. yeah, he, yeah. His, his whole premise is like someone 
some, one probably of, terrorists. The rebels, the rebels have brainwashed everybody to uh, be against me. So he gets there, finds yeah that he's been beaten there by. Uh, or he actually has to like hide. There's like this hide and seek thing going on. Anyway, the, the others, the, the the people chasing him, which turns out to be um, Cisco and co- company, they get there first. He beams down. He thinks he's gonna get the jump on him, and uh, and then he gets shot and killed. Whoops! Sorry, Miles. But it's okay, because he wasn't the real Miles after all. The real Miles had been kidnapped and was imprisoned by the by the rebels? Or no, the government. The government by the government as... What a weird fucking place. And, um... Some of these rebels, you know, might have a point. I guess the plan was basically that, uh, you know, they'd, they'd basically pull a Geordie LaForge here. and Manchurian have, candidate yeah, thing? Yeah, sleep, yeah. A, sleeper, a sleeper thing where, at, at, a, at the appropriate time, fake Miles... His programming would activate and he would kill somebody at the yeah. peace talks. Like you do. But apparently everybody knew about it, so... Uh, yeah, no, it fell apart. Fell apart uh, basically immediately. <laughs> before he even got back. What, what about her? Tell her I love cake. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her the stew sucked. <laughs> Real Miles there. He's like, oh, yeah, I do love, I do love cake. It's fucking delicious. Why did Keiko go out of her way to make the Miles' favorite meal for his doppelganger? So he wouldn't, like, go crazy and kill her? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it must be That's so why weird. I would have done it. The thing is, like, Keiko, or somewhere we didn't see, because we only see this through replicant O'Brien's eyes, because mm. otherwise, you know, the ruse would be foiled immediately. So we have to follow Miles around the entire episode, which apparently was a bitch to write and shoot for. Hmm. But, you know... Obviously, at some point, they like people on the station figured out, we don't think this is actually Miles. This is weird, but we have to act like he's Miles so that he doesn't catch on. Keiko, he, he's going to have to keep living with you. Good luck. Like, that would super, super suck for Keiko. Well, especially for the kid, too. Like, she's got a kid at home. Oh, yeah, and she's like, yeah, I'm going to take Miles, take, take Miles, uh, Miles, no, Molly, take my, Molly to school early. It's 5.40 in the morning. Yep, we're leaving now, bye. Yep, goodbye. <laughs> so... So there's uh, I, uh, there's something I don't understand. Just one thing. Why do they have to pretend that it's actually Miles? Yeah, well, if I they just already knock know him out. he's a doppelganger. Well, so the implication. I, I would knock him out. I think part of it was that they weren't a hundred percent sure. Like that was part of the reason Julian was like took so long right, on his with physical. His physical. Because they were trying to find some proof, because at that point all they had was... He's acting funny. Some intelligence from the Rebels saying, like, we're pretty sure he was kidnapped. Which in and of itself could have been a ruse from the Rebels for all they knew. Why was Julian so interested in fake Miles' sex life and balls? (laughs) What about his balls? He He totally gave him a prostate check at one point. Well, not a prostate maybe he check. Wanted to see if they hernia were, uh, check. Hernia check. Yeah. Well, yeah, he did. I mean, he had him cough twice for the hernia check. Yeah, and his hand went off. If you're not, if right you're not male, you might not know this. Yeah, I'm familiar I don't with need the to prostate know any check. Of this. Yes, no, not, not the, the prostate, prostate check. I mean, the hernia. 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 I'm, I'm familiar with the hernia it's check. It's not yes. traumatic. No, thing. it's just weird. Sounds you awful. turn your head, you no, cough. It's notoriously uncomfortable. Yeah, but they cup your bits. I don't need this. Okay, bye. I will leave. So yeah, why not just knock him out then? That's, yeah, I don't know. Because even if he is the real one, he's just like, oh, you, you know how Julian is. He maybe, just sometimes knocks you out. Oh, well, maybe so. He so he can fuck your wife. So that, okay, what? so here's maybe how it could be. It's oh, like, most certainly Julian is oh, fucking Oh, no, Keiko. for sure. I just, I was playing a surprised so, uh, O'Brien. In theory, even if you believe the <laughs> rebels, you have to act like you don't know. So if you suddenly detain Miles, the government finds out, and they know they've been rumbled, and maybe they kill the real Miles. Oh, I mean, yeah, that was the implication at the end. It's like, oh, well, we didn't, we hadn't recovered the real Miles. Yeah, yet. but at that the same time, sense. I'm like, why didn't they just kill him to begin with? Yeah, why? A, why did they kill him to begin with? And because like, he's a main character. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, how interesting would it have been though if they had killed real Miles and they had to. <laughs> Like carry on deep, with deprogram fake miles. That's interesting. You know, from whatever his That's really mission interesting. was. But it's we like don't it's... know though. Like we don't really know what fake miles was. Was he a clone? He was a replicant, they called it. Because clone I, I read about this. They said clone isn't quite right and it has connotations that weren't fitting for what he was, and they specifically <laughs> didn't want to call him an android because we are, we already met an android who we all know and love. So instead they just took a word directly from Blade Runner. They did. Yeah, I was gonna say that's interesting. Did they have any legal problems? because of that no it's a word so is it is it mechanical or is it is it biological i think they're biological i mean it has to be right because he passed the physical yeah yeah don't ask me how it's done 
Um, they put so, him. They put him. Put him through the replicator. Well, there was the guy. Remember, there was the guy from season one. I can't remember the episode. Oh, with his Insta clone. With his Insta clone. Yeah. Oh, that, that guy. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. No, it's 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 that thing. It's it's some other category apparently. Yeah. I mean, that's technology we've already seen on the show. It wouldn't be a stretch to say that they that this these aliens have the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. The device I really really like though. Like just watching the the point of view of the episode, like mm. going around with Miles being like curious about why everyone's acting funny around him when yeah. really he's the one that's acting funny, but you don't know it because. Cole Meany's just acting like his normal character. Yeah. Because that's what you'd have to do, otherwise the episode wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. So it's it's really, it's an interesting foil yeah. for the for the episode. So another question I'd have is, how many people on the station knew about this? Obviously all the senior staff. His Jake ass- didn't know right away. Jake didn't But know. was eventually told, clearly. Well, I think Jake was probably told by like, if you see Miles, uh, call me. Yeah. Because at first, they were just chumming around working on subspace transceivers. Yeah, I mean, Odo, well, I Odo of, obviously didn't know until he got back. I think I think Odo knew, but Odo is the best actor because he is like a detective type. I think he got filled in. Like I don't think he knew when he was off the station. I yeah, no, he, he got filled in after he got back. Yeah. Well, and he was, a good, he was a good red herring because we had him and wasn't it Julian paired up when the last weird shit's happening on the... Or no, because Odo was the only one who wasn't fucked up that time. Oh, that was and Dramatis Personae. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, so I really thought Odo was on his side, and then he wasn't, and I was like, uh-oh. And as far as Jake, I thought Jake, like, just hadn't been taken over yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I thought they just hadn't got to him yet for some reason. Yeah, I'm curious, like, what, what you thought of it. Because, you know, I've, I've, A, seen this one before, and therefore don't remember my first impression of it. And also, I read the synopsis first before watching it, so knew the twist. And what a twist. And it's a good twist. Yeah, I didn't see it coming, and I really, really, really liked how they built the tension. And, like, because it felt, I don't know, like, watching it, it it felt like, oh, shit, they're, like, closing in on him. Oh, no, they're going to get him. He knows. It's a little they the know game, isn't it? it was what was the game, game again? That's one where they had the, the little orgasm device, and everybody fell into oh, the spell of yeah, it. And they really true. wanted Wesley to use it. Yeah. I guess I didn't I didn't think of it that way. But you're I right, thought it, it reminded like me a lot, Ooh, which is interesting because it was also an O'Brien episode, but it reminded me a lot of um, Power Play. Mm. Where, like, everyone's just acting different. Yeah. Yeah, they likened it to, like, a invasion of the body snatchers from the point of view of a body snatcher. Hmm. I also read a couple different other parallels. There's a Philip K. Dick story called Imposter, which is also a movie, which I think has, I want to say, Gary Sinise. I wasn't able to watch that hmm. one, but it sounds really good. It sounds a lot like this episode. But I did watch this week, and I regret it. God damn it, I always pick the bad one to watch. I watched a movie called The Parallax View, which is a Warren Beatty movie from 1974, mm. which is about kind of a government conspiracy kind of a thing that this mm. guy kind of falls into. And there's a long scene that looks a little like a Clockwork Orange where he tries to join this this assassin crew and they make him watch all this like news re- this this clip reel of images and shit. And it was very confusing. There was a there was a chimpanzee that played pong though. No, Ooh. thank you. That was that was the highlight of this boring, <laughs> you know, like awful movie. I fucking hate monkeys. So the thing Me is, too. what I will especially, say, especially chimpanzees, because they'll rip your face and your hands off. What I will say, I, I once picked up a book of like it was it was previously unpublished Philip K. Dick short stories. Mm. There's a reason they were unpublished, isn't there? Fuck yes. Yikes. First of all, one of them was just atrocious and basically the main thesis was abortion only exists because women want to kill babies men would never want to oh what i do want to but then every other story was literally just (laughs) can you know that you are you and what is reality and perception and after like the third one you're like phil write about something else you fuck you know what's interesting? Uh, a friend of mine, I mean, not too recently now, but several years ago, undertook an effort to read, like, the sci-fi canon. Mm. You know, all, like, the old school. I think he read a lot of Dick. He read, you know, Asimov. I can't remember what, what he Bradbury. read. Bradbury? I think he read Bradbury. Like, the, the, I think it's called the Ringworld series. I don't know who wrote it. Oh, oh Ringworld. No, I have heard of that. Um, we talked about that when we talked about the uh, Dyson Sphere, I think. Niven? Um, yes, Larry be, yeah. Niven. But anyway, he read a bunch of different ones, and, and and the constant theme is that man, a lot of these like sci-fi canon authors are sexist as fuck. Oh yeah, yeah. 
So, I don't know. The, uh, the abortion thing doesn't shock me. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it wouldn't, but it's like, I, I cannot stress how... Like, again, you brace yourself for a certain amount of old-timey sexism, but this was just another level of absurd. I was like, wow, you really hated women. Like, even for your time, you were a special kind of hater. Mm. You fucking psycho. Uh, anyway, Star Trek. Anyway, speaking of hating women, Keiko and Molly, uh, the original the original story idea for this episode was, okay, what if O'Brien wakes up to find Keiko and Molly are gone? Celebration! But is it? And no one on the station rem- remembers him, but they learn that there is a Chief O'Brien on the Enterprise D. And they're like, keep working with that. And it turned into this. Okay. Wonder how that original one would have worked. No idea. Speaking of Molly, though, so did Keiko be like, hey, listen, when Daddy gets home, just know that it's not Daddy. Yeah. That Daddy has been replaced by a monster and treat him like shit. Or does... Or does... <laughs> Molly just always treats him like shit, I think. No, because he was surprised he wasn't getting his morning hug. Yeah, like clearly someone told either either that or Molly has a sixth sense. She's like a dog. Yeah, she yeah. can tell. She knows. Yikes. She can tell. They probably should have just been like, Keiko, we're gonna put you in different quarters and tell Miles you were called away to Bajor suddenly because she was a terrible liar. Her oh, yeah. daughter was worse. Like half the reason he knew something was up was because she was like, just so bad at lying. They've interestingly made it a point, this relates to last week's episode, they make it a point that he continuously orders coffee. Yeah. Like, how many fucking times... How did Keiko is... not know that he drinks coffee after noon? He orders it all the fucking time. I, one of my notes... Jamaican style. Yep. Oh, Jamaican blend, Jamaican double strong, double, double sweet. Yeah. One of my Every notes was... Uh, how many dr- coffees did he have this episode? Because I swear I it's like drank five. Racked Geno's on Deep Space My My first note... Is what time is it, Miles? When are you having your coffee? And then later I had a note: so much coffee, I'm getting sympathy poops. I think it was just yikes. Like, I'm sorry, I think what it was Chris. is the writers after they finished writing last week's episode, they're like, okay, now we really need to drive the point home that Keiko knows nothing about her husband <laughs> by just showing how much coffee he drinks. So much coffee, especially at night. Like, but I think it should have just gotten more and more ridiculous. Like, <laughs> Yeah, they well, have and it. the first one was huge. Well, they're I all huge, the first yeah. rep- No, no, but like the first one was especially large. <laughs> it, was, like, it came in a big. It was mug. like an ajit pie. Was style that <laughs> <mug>. <laughs> the next time it came in like a normal saucer and cup, but this one was like. The thing it should have like every time you saw him, it should be a bigger, big ring. So like by the end, he's literally just hooked up to a fucking IV that says Folgers. <laughs> Jamaican blood. He's got a 7-Eleven big gulp motherfucker and it's just filled to the brim with coffee. Oh, I had I had a good joke about Keiko's cover story as she's talking about all this stuff. I just proclaim as proudly as I can, the Keiko is a lie! <laughs> oh, ah, no. That's good. I like that. I like that, Ames. Yeah, I don't think Quark was aware. Cause he yeah, no, that's right, because he, he was just concerned about the, the racquetball, racquetball match, yeah. the rematch. I'm glad they did a callback. Yeah, I saw my. That was pretty good. So yes, Quark didn't know because Quark, you can't tell Quark things. Yeah. At all. He would have like put bets on how long it will take fake <laughs> O'Brien to get found out or something. Yeah, yeah. and then he'd break it to him once his time was come, about to come up. Yeah. There was way too much discussion of his sex life in this in this episode. There's been a little talk about Miles' sex life in general. But for this one is for, it, now. It, there's like, oh, oh, I'll keep your arm or whatever when he's like trying to get her in the mood oh, and it's like yeah, that was gross and then later he's like talking about how they're reading his things like oh I hope they enjoyed all the sexy letters to me wife oh man and it's like don't I don't need to think what no stay away from me James Joyce okay I'm really glad you said that because remember when we were talking online and I was like oh I'm gonna try to write something about his about yeah this you for... said you, okay. had, you said you might have an so idea so what I did and what I really wanted to do farts. was I wanted to write his love letters to Keiko which I never actually there's still did. time oh my God. but what I was gonna do well no because I'm gonna tell you now you're you warmer James than Joyce. a potato I was gonna start off by being like you know <laughs> oh my god wait I have to remember roses are red I'm full of farts I love you like I love playing darts. Like, that was going to be like... But then, slowly, we were going to devolve into, like, James Joyce's love letters yeah. to Nora. That was my big plan. So what did Jim Joyce, James Joyce write about? Um, he wrote... Oh, he loved smelling he, his yeah, wife's he, farts. Yeah, he had a... No, they oh. weren't married. But yeah, he had a major scat fetish. Yeah, no, like... like That's upsetting. You can it buy... Is, yes. You can buy books of, like, Joyce's letters to this woman, Nora. Mm-hmm. But what they do is they usually... 
edit Take those out ones out farts? those ones but where do you get where do you get those ones they're online internet okay, good. um but we i you, think what what what's the website i don't <laughs> just, know just but if you, if you go to hark a vagrant they did a comic strip about this about james joyce's horrifying fart and shit filled Love letters. Jake, Jake, I think you found your your soulmate here. My, my muse. Nora's probably um, been dead for ages. So yeah, what we're saying is, if you do want to Google Joyce's letters to Nora, James Joyce. don't do it at work and make sure safe search is I mean, off, or you're not going to find we're, them. We're putting this all on Joyce. For all we know, he wasn't into it, but he was just trying to like. Turn maybe on maybe his, she his was into friend. it. Maybe she just had really crazy. Here's parts. the thing: I'm sure she was really definitely into it. Well, if if she didn't like get a restraining order on him, then sure. Talks about like liking her like little lady farts and liking her to like stain her underwear just a little bit and shit. Like it's really gross. No, oh, all of no. this is a hundred percent real. No, it's true. Yeah, oh. this is all real but stuff. Because I'm sure she has to wash it. She probably had servants. She was probably well to do. Oh, do you think well, there so? You go, there you go. I mean. Maybe. I'd hate to be her fucking servant walk, washing out her shit stained pants. Anyway, that's James Joyce Pooh Corner. I'm I'm sorry we went here. Uh, there's a great well, hockey about take, it. I was going to take us even Share further the into there. That yeah. was my plan. But anyway, anyway so much yeah, for that's plans. Good. Uh, the other, oh, the yeah. other thing about the O'Briens is I feel like every time <laughs> we see the two of them together, they're always at dinner or eating something or, mm. or it's just so domestic. Or O'Brien's yeah. trying to fuck her. Failing miserably because she just got back from Bashir. That even in the future, <laughs> when it's you literally just ask the computer to make you something, it's still like the wife's domestic responsibility. Yeah, to that's cook meals. that's that's a blind spot. Yeah, and like also like do the dishes even when it means just putting them back, back in the replicator. The yeah, yeah, to be broken down to become other dishes. Well, let's yeah. be fair. We don't know. That could be her preference. It could be, or it could be, could be, or it could be a cultural thing. You know, we don't know. That's we don't true. know the story. I mean, I, I think it's just the writers being old fashioned. Yeah, probably. But let me have my dreams. No. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh God! Did anyone notice that uh, Jake seemed to be chatting up a pack lead? I was did. Waiting for I, miles. I noticed actually because um, they're they're talking about his grades and and I think oh, I Cisco Cisco made an excuse about why he was talking to Cake. I was like, oh yeah, Jake's worried about his grades. That's what it is. Totally, you're not you're not a pod person. And then <laughs> why? who said pod per? What do you mean? Oh. <laughs> and then I say, oh, I see what Jake's problem with his grades now. He's getting all his answers from yeah. the pack lids. Yeah, Jesus. It does almost look like he got that transceiver. I mean, he says he replicated it, but I think he bought it off the pack lead. Mm. Oh, see, that's funny. What? I Is had it? I had made no, a joke in my notes, not knowing lie. not knowing where we were going with this. Where Miles was like, "Oh, what you doing up so early? Uh, you farted me awake again." This is definitely it. This is Why are there is. so many farts this I, episode? I, don't know. I mean, O'Brien. Another <laughs> note I had, which you might enjoy, was you know he he the opening of the episode. Him going like, "Oh, when was the first time things were wrong?" And I half expected him to go, "Day I was born." All downhill from there. Yep, basically <laughs> his goddamn life. Now, 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 Caitlin. At the end of the episode, when there's two Miles is running around. Tell me you wanted them to touch dicks. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I I'm not really that I'm not that big on O'Brien okay, sometimes, all right. so I'd rather not. But he's got small face syndrome. He does. That's a shame. Or he's got a very round head, but a very but his oh, features no. are kind of small God. and clustered toward the center. It's Jake shames an actor for their bad looks corner. <laughs> only God. the face. I only judge the face. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, that's way better. I only judge them by the most obvious center of attention part of their body. I'm not body shaming. Beyond I'm their shaming. Tits. All right, fine. Fair enough. Wow. I mean, being fair, Jake is not the first person to know this. A lot of caricatures of Chief O'Brien do often feature him with a. I mean, don't get me started face. on Allison Pill in the new Picard series. Whew. Who's that? She's got small face syndrome. Like, whoa. Which Who, one was Allison Pill? Uh, she was the scientist. That he meets at the Daystrom Institute. Oh, the blonde chick? Yes. She played know, um, Agnes? I, yes. I didn't notice her face. She, she looked fine small. to me. She's got a small face. Oh, yeah, she's yeah, she really her. cute. She's Canadian pretty. You say she's I, Canadian pretty? That's yeah. what I heard him say. Yeah, it's a thing. What the fuck is it? It's a real thing. Canadians are hot. A Canadian told it to me, so I know it's real. Okay. <laughs> anyway, back to this episode. You've oh, seen weird. Patrice Bergeron? She was in the fucking newsroom, hot. too. <laughs> she was in uh, Scott Pilgrim, the movie. Oh. She was the drummer. Sure. She looks fine. What's wrong with you? She's very attractive. She's got a small face. She's prettier there's than a, Miles. There's Jesus a thing. Christ. Okay, here's the thing. You can be like, this is a feature someone has, and still be like, they're still attractive. She's very attractive with her small face. Oh, yeah. So, 
A note I'd had, but then the episode beat me to it. <laughs> I was like, what if this is all just about them, like, planning a surprise party for Miles? And then he's like, oh, God, are they planning a fucking surprise party for me? I'm like, well, that's not what it is then. It would have been fucking hate surprise. Parties. It would have been kind of funny if, after all that, that is what it was though. If there was oh, a surprise like they party. almost caused an intergalactic well, incident because they were like, "No, no, all you need to understand is inside this door." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> is it a banner that says "Happy Birthday, Miles"? Are they gonna open it and they're gonna have like a fucking one of those blow? <laughs> Happy Birthday! No, nope. he gets shot to death instead. The <laughs> <laughs> cards. Worst there. birthday ever. Yeah, that was, uh... His birthday's not till September. Data made him a painting. September! On one hand, it's convenient, like, we don't have to deal with the fallout of fake Miles. Yeah. Because he got killed, but at the same time, it's kind of sad, because, like, it was Miles. Yeah, Like, it wasn't, like, it was fake Miles, but it also, it wasn't, like, a robot. It wasn't, it, it was not a robot without emotion. It was not what you see. He was here to help you with your problems so they could be free. He thought he was saving the day. What? What is that? I am the modern man. The oh. Behind the mask. What? What the fuck are you talking about? So no one else can see? I don't know what you're talking about! My true identity? I'm Kelroy! I assume it's a song. Kelroy. Kelroy. <laughs> oh my god, you guys really don't know? No. No, who's the artist? Domo arigato, Mr. Robot. Oh. No, domo, domo. I really don't domo. know. There are other lyrics to that yeah, song. Yeah, like that's. <laughs> Yes, there are many lyrics to that song. <laughs> well, that's what you get for knowing lyrics to a song that anyone only knows the chorus of. I mean, he's not wrong. It's a <laughs> very famous song. Yeah, for that chorus. Next, you're gonna tell me that. Oh fuck, I can't. Even if you want to see something mind. that's uh, like uh, very politically incorrect, go watch the video for it. Ooh, I would rather not. Great. <laughs> anyway, so this, I mean, this was just Miles, as you said. So, I mean, they didn't program anything into him extra except the kill command that we never see. Right. What is it, then, with Starfleet personnel and hating checkups? Because this has been a theme since TOS. Kirk hated getting checkups. Who do you know that likes getting checkups? Who likes getting a checkup? Nobody. But, like, they all seem... like In the future, it's just you get the one whooped over you. I could do that, and uh, I'm medical. What's ridiculous, though... We know did the hernia check. What what is ridiculous, yeah. Like, why are they actually doing a manual hernia check in the fucking... Well, to see if he actually has testicles. Also, what the fuck was that hospital gown? Bajoran, I think. Ugh, it was awful. But, like... I think Dax was wearing it last... Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so it's like... This weird. There's always at least one character who explicitly is like super against it, and it's like, why? Mm-hmm. Why is there always at least one person who's like such a pain in the ass? Because about... it's a writing trope. I well, guess so. and is it usually men? Because men, it's always it, men. That is a trope about men that men don't like going to the doctor. But it's not even all. Like, I don't you know, like, like going to the doctor. Well, neither do I. But I'm saying that I usually haven't, I haven't a... been to the doctor in 17 years. I don't remember the last time I went to the doctor, and I'm not going now. But in TOS, you know, it was Kirk. Everyone else seemed fine with it. Uh, in TNG, I think mostly it was I'm sure Picard. Sure, there's a lot wrong with me. <laughs> me too. But uh, you know what? If I don't Riddled know, with cancer. it doesn't count. Listen, <laughs> if I don't know, it doesn't count. Hi, Black Cat. For sure, though. Black he comes over and makes love. a beeline for Chris. Wait, I hate you. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, it's true. He does. It's weird. I'm not sure <laughs> what he wants. Um, anyway, I, I, I like this one. Yeah, it's a good yeah, episode. Yeah, I think it's very clever. I love yeah. that when he was listening to the logs, the Kira log was just her yelling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just yelling. Bitching about the, like, so provisional the... government. So Kira. That was good. Forgot about that. It seemed, though, like his his search strategy for finding suspicious logs left much to be desired. Yeah, let's just listen to literally all of them. All of them in order, yeah. as opposed to, like, like, if I was doing something like that, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to listen to an early one. All right, now I'll listen to a more recent, like a recent one, and then like split the difference. And maybe start until with, you find the suspicious one. Start with like just Cisco, maybe. Mm. Throwing that out there. Who's the most thorough? Dax. Yeah, but she's just going on about Piloflankton or something. Yeah, and talking about how Bashir keeps making advances on her. Yes. Barf. Uh, Bashirs are just mostly about how badly he wants to pork uh, Dax. Totally gonna pork. Is this? Thank you for that. Was this the one? Welcome. What, 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 what did he do anything creepy in this one about Dax? I don't think so. Well, but everything was from Miles' he point existed. of view. Yeah, no, so yeah, no. That's true. Um, Although he did, he did talk talk to Miles about his sex life. So yes, that. which like I mean, why if you suspect he's not him anyway? Like of all things to bring up, why that? Just trying to rub it in, really. 
So <laughs> Let me tell you about my conquest. Yeah, just to this weird thing. Like the way they acted towards him was kind of weird. That one Julian that... just doesn't know how to play anything cool. Let's be honest. Yeah. Aww. Maybe he's just always wanted to ask Miles about his and Keiko's sex life, but he's never, Although you know, maybe... had a good reason. And now he's doing it because he knows that you know wants, this replicant's going to go away. He wants mm. to know what Keiko's into, so he can go do it for her later. Maybe also though, in addition to doing the physical, he was trying to do kind of like a psychological check too, to be like, yeah, you know, I, you know yeah. are there any tells that this is not real that might give us a clue as to what its mission's going to be? And maybe what yeah. It's do. yeah, they don't have an empath on board. That might be useful. Yeah. You know empaths aren't useful. <laughs> I know I know a certain empath who isn't useful. <sighs> I'm sitting right here. <laughs> cool. Do we have right. another episode to talk about? We do. We do. Paradise. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. So in Paradise... Cheeseburgers in Paradise? Cheeseburgers in Paradise. O'Brien and uh, Cisco are... So much O'Brien. I know. He's... The last three fucking episodes. Yeah, way too fucking much O'Brien. Um, Give me some more Dax. They're trying to find uh, a location for a possible colony? Yeah, they want to establish colonies near the wormhole for some reason, even though you have no idea what might be spit not You know what, it. It probably, it's probably a political move, so yeah. like if they can establish that, oh yeah, this is Federation space. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Um, so, they can, so they can yeah. leave Bajor out of this. Yeah, it's like it's like China building islands in the South China Sea. You mm. know? Did they do that? That they Yeah, because it's disputed waters, but China claims that they're there, so now they think, oh well, if we just build artificial islands in the sea. How big are these islands? I don't, not big. Islands sized yeah like greenland not not that not that size anyway so yeah they're out looking for possible planets for a colony and they find one that looks pretty promising and then they get there like hmm there's human human life so promising there's already fucking people here human life signs on here well that's weird i'm not aware of any colonies around here so they they beam down and as soon as they get down they realize huh all of our electronics stop working i can't call the ship we can't my tricorder don't work phaser no good uh, they get, are no good. They get snuck up on by a dude with a bow and arrow and another dude, and they're like, "Who goes there?" And then they turn around, and they're like, "Oh, your Federation! Oh, it's been so long." So we learn that uh, these people are um, look how much the uniforms have changed. They're they're members of a colony that, according to them. They were on their way to settle a different place, and then their ship ran into trouble. Whoops! They had to land. And when they landed, they also found that all of their technology stopped working and they've been marooned there for 10 years. But we find out that they have this sort of sort of thriving colony or it's it's looks subsisting subsisting yeah it's it's dumpy but, uh, box. but they're led by this lady who's fucking crazy bitch fucking crazy bitch that's alexis. true alexis yep. very pointy chin while well, on the topic of faces very pointy chin cool Anyway, uh, so Alexis is running the show. Yeah, at first it seems kind of nice. Like, she's very welcome. She's like, let's welcome our new friends. And then she's like, well, if you, you know, if you're going to live here with us, you know, even if it's a short time, you know, until your, your people realize you're gone and come to pick you up, you're going to have to work because that's how we, we do things here. You got you to work in the fields. And they're like, okay, fine. We'll, we'll play ball. No, um, not play ball. Work in the fields. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh turns out that uh you know they got they got a, a sick girl she's got some kind of fever and and and, and cisco's like well you know if we could you know maybe find a way to, to fix the technology stuff because it seems like it's some kind of dampening field you know we could we could maybe beam up and get some medical supplies and heal her right away and alexis is like fuck no no you can't do that we've the tried, leaves will be fine we've yeah well the leaves will do it we, we tried to t- shut off the dampening field it's impossible there's there's shit there's shit deposits in the ground yeah and it's a waste of time and if you're wasting time you're not in the fields so then uh so it's like okay Playing that's ball. a little fucking no weird and then you know they're working in the fields and uh noontime comes and they let the man out of the tiny box and um and <laughs> that's Cis- what happens at noontime and cisco's like wait what the fuck so they go over and they look and they're like uh okay uh can, can someone just t- talk about the box and the man that was roasting inside of it oh yeah that's our punishment box if you've been bad <laughs> i you, have one of those if you've been bad <laughs> you go into the box for a day and uh you, you, you sweat it out where do you pee uh, you don't you all know, over yourself man uh just yeah you pee on yourself to cool off Yikes. Um, so, uh, so like, you know, Alexis is like, no, it's just our way, you know, because, you know, it's a, it's a rough He'll idea. never do it again, that's for sure. You know, and look, he's so appreciative of, of the opportunity to repent. 
Meanwhile, uh, really our heroes candle. think this is crazy. Miles, of course. Because uh, it fucking is crazy. Like, can, let's not spare oh, yeah, any words. It's time, fucking insane. Miles tries to find a way off the, you know, try to find a way around the dampening field. He gets caught and Alexis makes Cisco go in the box. Which you knew he was going in that box as soon as they showed um, it, right? I mean... Yes. Is that a racist thing? Yes, it's definitely a racist yeah. thing. Cool. He's working the fields and he gets punished by being put into a hot box. Dear God. Yeah, if the writers weren't aware of what they were doing, holy shit. No, they were. They definitely were. They had to have been. I mean, no one's that stupid. Anyway, back on Deep Space Nine, Kira and Dax are like, hmm, they haven't checked in. We better go check it out. They find the runabout just speeding yeah. through space. Yep. Yeah. So they have to do like this incredibly dangerous maneuver to tractor beam it at warp. Uh, they had to use some old uh, rope play tricks. Yeah, so it works. They manage to get it under control, and then they're like, hmm, the logs have been deleted. Hmm, strange. It's very strange. Hmm. They, they track it back. It turns out that somebody had tried to like fly it into the sun, but they don't know how gravity works and fucked up. <laughs> but they track so they track it back to the planet. Meanwhile, O'Brien has uh, managed to deactivate the beam and freeze cisco from the box and then he's like hey you know what the beam the the, the fucking dampening field it was fucking alexis all along she tricked you fucks and she's like guilty she's and like, they were like that's cool yeah and then like Idiots. and then the one guy that apparently speaks to everyone's like you know what we're gonna she stay. did lie but this is our life we like being which pastoralists. like i gotta say i call bullshit that girl that wanted to know what the fashions were like back home was definitely fucking going with oh is that the same girl that really really was gonna plow cisco because she yeah, was she told was, to yeah she was uh, probably the, the, the yeah the maybe slave. she's a little too uh yeah these what do you people call that clearly uh, subservient no but when you're uh, like um easily led to a conclusion this is like some fucking Caitlin? david Koresh shit, shit oh, on this planet, i love you you know like Charles Man- Manson family. I'm oh, yeah, Manson yeah. Family Super this. cultish. Mm. Yeah, but even they, I think... I mean, the I Manson they... family... Actually, it's, Manson family is actually pretty apropos because, mm. like, their whole thing, I mean, aside from the helter-skelter race war, was fucking... Like returning to the land and working on farms, and, yeah, but he didn't and well, sexual slavery, which is yeah. apparently Alexis. Well, it wasn't slavery. They were totally into oh, yeah. it. Well, they so really was, enjoyed passing well, gonorrhea so, around to each well, other. So was the, the lady that was going to service Cisco, you know? Yeah, I guess Yikes. it's all brainwashing. Yeah, yeah. I read that Fine, the I accept your terms. The society was based on the anti-technology aspirations of the Khmer Rouge in Cambodia. Hmm. And then I watched a video about the Khmer Do Rouge. Do not watch a video about the Khmer Rouge. Oh dear God. Yeah. It's, it's Horrible. so they're, they're bad. Possibly the worst Holy people ever. Holy God. I, I never learned about them before and it's so devastating. Yeah, the fucked up shit they pulled. Really bad. Like, like oh yeah, they were anti-technology because they wanted everybody to be the fucking same. And then I watched this video like, no, they wanted a whole lot more than that. They just killed everyone oh no horribly yep so let them rot in fields one of my early notes on this episode man they're gonna turn out to be all culty at some point ain't they oh there was something wrong with them from the instant i was gonna say at some point well like before they made it explicit it's like oh yeah no fucking robin hood is here with his bow and arrow I mean, you see, you, the moment you see Alex, uh, Alex, uh, what's, what's her name? Alexis. Uh, my, my first note was definitely evil. Definitely oh, yeah, the no, evil. It was apparently the worst. The chin? It was the chin. The pointy ass chin? She does have a pointy chin. Also, a uh, thing we learned from this episode soccer is still a thing. Yep. Footy. <laughs> Don't know how. I mean, soccer's got a decent backing, and soccer's also very easy to play because all you need is a ball. True. It's just funny because, like. And feet. Up until now, it seems like... Don't tell the box on wheels race about soccer. <laughs> I don't know what this is. I don't know is. what that is either. But... Oh, that was a reference. I think we talked about it in Measure of a Man. When when it was, is data any more human than a box on wheels? And yeah. I, and yeah. I said, don't you make one of the box on wheels race? Yep. But, um... <laughs> I know, just... Call back! Because up until now, though, they like it's always like, you've got weird future sports, and like... All we know of all other old sports is, like, no one really remembers baseball yeah. except Cisco in that Stubbs fella. Stubbs was so into it. So it was just kind of weird to find out, like, oh, 
this sport you've heard of, that does still exist. Yeah, they should have just made it Parisi squares or something we've yeah. heard of. I mean, I can also assume that soccer has probably evolved a bit. Yeah, but it was, I found it a little distracting. I was like, whoa, whoa, back the fuck up. They still have soccer? No, it's actually um, Rocket League, and that's uh, what they call soccer oh, now. I'm down with that. Except they that's do it with, with actual spaceships. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yes. Yes, I would watch that, unlike real soccer, Dude. which is boring. And every time someone fucks up, people will still shoot, nice shot, or whatever yeah. the fucking thing Indoor is. soccer is sarcastic. very is Indoor soccer is practically hockey without the ice. Okay. Because it's a small, it's a very, very small rink. Do and I should clarify. each other? I have, yes. I used to play. It was great. Oh. I should clarify to our listeners, by the way, I'm not just being your typical American, like, oh, soccer's boring. I find pretty much 99% of sports boring. Soccer is more exciting than baseball. That's no, a only just. Bar. But yes. You know what's okay? Quick rant about soccer, and then we'll continue on the episode. Great. Here, here's good. the thing about I'm soccer. I'm glad we're getting this in. The thing about soccer, it fucking sucks mm-hmm. because nobody knows how long the fucking game is. True. 90 minutes. No, it's not! Because it's fucking <laughs> stoppage time! You get yeah. to 90 minutes, yep. and the oh clock God. keeps fucking going. And then the fucking referee just ends it whenever the fuck he wants. Yeah, that there's is... no one keeping time. No, there, there's no ref, way that is. The that ref just decides for... if his team is behind a little bit, but he thinks, well, maybe they'll get a goal. I, you know what? I think we stopped for, you know, five minutes-ish. Fucking stoppage time is the stupidest fucking thing in the fucking planet. What the fuck? What the fuck? If it's gonna be a ninety-minute game, yes. Okay, when the when the ball's not moving, when the ball's not in play, you stop the fucking clock. Then stop it's time. You stop the time when you need to stop it. You don't just fucking add it later and just guess. Fuck soccer. <laughs> I will say though, given my druthers, if I can only get rid of one sport, it would totally be golf. Ah, uh, golf is golf just horrible. Is the worst. Golf. It's for, it's for terrible rich people. Who yeah, but at least a, a round of golf is eighteen fucking holes. It's not like... Yeah, but, it's, but you don't know how long, how long it's going to last. But the object of golf is not a time... Golf's not a timed game. It's a number of, of, of shots. Yeah, but you don't of, know... If you say, like, oh, I'm going to go play golf, and they say, oh, well, how long are you going to be? I don't All know. fucking as long, day. As long as it takes. Depends on where my ball The point lands. of time... Well, that's the thing. The point of timing a sport is not to know how long you're going to have to watch for. If that was the case, then football and baseball would be gone because... Th- they you know, always run over. Football mm-hmm. being a 60-minute game right. is like a four-hour commitment. Baseball, I guess, isn't timed at all because it's all just based on yeah, innings. No, yeah. But at least with innings, it's not like, okay, I think we're going to go for three extra innings. Why not? You play until somebody fucking wins. Soccer, it ends when the ref wants. And even if it's a fucking tie, because who gives a fuck? And, um, yeah. I will, I will say the uh, penalty kicks in soccer are, are heavily weighted against the goalies, which sucks. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing, too. The goal is so fucking big. Yeah. You know, it's ridiculous. You think it would be a higher scoring game? The field is too fucking big. That's the problem. Mm. That's my There's problem. too few people on the field for the size of the fucking and field. And they don't allow enough substitutions. Yeah, and oh yeah. So you have just... to conserve your energy for the whole 90 minutes. No, 90, <laughs> ni- at least 90 minutes, really. <laughs> the only... no, when, I, when I play, because I used to play, in, in high school, it's a smaller field and mm. they allow unlimited substitutions. Mm. So you can like run your fucking ass off until you're exhausted and make the game exciting. Mm. And then you get subbed out to catch your fucking breath. The only truly great sport is Australian football. What about rugby? No, it's better than rugby. No. Yeah, it is. No. Have you seen it? No. Still not great. better than rugby. I have. Australia, yeah, I. we're already way off topic. We're but so off topic. Australian football is the weird bastard child of rugby, American football, and basketball. Curling. And it's fucking bonkers. And I love it. Anyway, Star Trek. What's the deal with the fucking shot clock, too? In ba- Speaking of basketball. <laughs> Oh, dear God. Anyway. Okay. Uh, What else do I have in this thing? No door. I wrote. Here's a a note I wrote. No doors means more wangs. Done. Oh, yeah. Alexis doesn't believe in doors. Dictators don't believe in privacy. Mm Mm-hmm. More wangs. God, she was so awful. I hated her so much. I am. Oh, she was such a great villain, though. Oh, she was. Her. Her who? Her or Wynn. Definitely her, in my opinion. I mean, we haven't seen Wynn. At her full, fullest strength. That's true. I'm, look, I'm looking very we've forward. Seen, we've seen, seen win the early years. Ooh. Like, you go you go to Germany in 1932 and you're like, well, Hitler kind of sucks, but, you know. <laughs> Whoa. That's a fucking hot take. Uh, at least Wynn isn't fucking her son. Do you Excuse think that me? was the implication? 
not through the whole episode, but at the very end when, when like, like the game hands. has been rumbled, he suddenly like gets his weird dopey smile on that he's not worn in the whole episode, and they're holding hands. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, hold on. Gross. I did not read that at all, and I'm not going I to. I also didn't, and I liked it better that way. I also let me say, Cisco, fucking badass. You know, she's like, just, just, just change your clothes. You can drink the water. And she leaves one. He could have drank the water anyway. I know. I would have drank that but water. But he didn't. And then he put himself back in the box. Because yeah. fuck you. You know, it, that was it hard reminded work. me. I would have thrown the water. I'm surprised he didn't throw the water in her face. Yeah. I, I did half expect him to come out with it and just like pour it out or something. That would have been, that would have been like there, there, was, there, right there, there. were There were definitely echoes of like the most toys in Chain of Command with the defiance mm. aspect. Yeah. You know, just yeah. like. I'm not going to give you the pleasure. Yeah. Oh, it reminded me an awful lot of this side of paradise with the jizz flowers and Kirk being like, no, I'm not giving into this. I'm going to have my pain. <laughs> yeah. Although and at least there, no one was in a horrible torture box. They were yeah, all just yeah, brainwashed by jizz box. flowers. And then I also wrote the, the, the ending was a little bit ambergris element in that it's a, oh, I guess you could stay here or you could leave. Like, you know, when they told the children in fucking Water Planet, you can stay underwater or you can go on land. And then the very last shot of this episode is the two children looking like, maybe we want to leave, though. This place sucks. Yeah, I don't see why, like, this is one of those things where it's like, okay, these people were brainwashed mm -hmm. in this weird fucking comedy. Lied to. Lied to, brainwashed, and tortured. Yeah. I'm sure Elixis never went in that box. Oh, no, yeah. not once. I'm sure her son never went in the box either. Yeah. Every week, Steven. Steven's in the box once a week. Yeah, I like how she's like, you know, they're all my friends here, and you know, Steven, he would have been in fucking jail because he's a fucking <laughs> candle thief, the bitch. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, no, my, my headcanon is definitely that, like, Cisco went home, immediately called up Starfleet Command, and was like, you people are sending in the biggest SWAT team you have to rescue and I mean, deprogram those yeah, people. Yeah, they need, like, fucking severe psychological... They need to call them the big guns. They need, they need Deanna Troy. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> they need the best empath you've got. Is Deanna available? Yeah. Well, the only empath you've got, like, then. But it's hard, right? Because they are... There's the guy that's are... living on Tin Man. <laughs> They are, you know, aside from the children, they are adults. Yeah. So they can make their own decisions about their life, I guess. But at the same time... Well, except they've been, like, obviously robbed of that ability. Yeah, they've been yeah. manipulated. Like, there's... I wonder what the, you know, what is the responsibility of, you know, a government? Are they even in the Federation? Like, I don't know. Like, are they out of Federation control? I mean, well, they're trying... Wasn't the it? suggestion that they were part of... Weren't they actually Starfleet? Well, they were. He well, recognized they, well, the Well, they were Federation. They, their ship was definitely a Federation. How design. does the Prime Directive come into play? Why is a Raven Here's the thing. like a Raven They want desk? to establish colonies in this general area. The Prime Directive is out the window. <laughs> and if they decide they want this planet, because it seems pretty fertile, they're going to be like, Hi, we're Starfleet. You can stay, but there's going to be thousands of more people coming. And this also, little dampening also field your technology is going to work again. Yeah. You know, Good if, guy. If they want to get rid of the people, all they have to do is give the planet to the Cardassians in a treaty. And, <laughs> and, then, and then send Picard. <laughs> but not Wesley. Wesley will rumble it. Yeah, he'll ruin it. No, the thing. whole time, like, at the beginning of this episode, like, the thing that I started thinking of, like, dear God... If suddenly technology stopped working, like, you know, I know there's lots of, like, Armageddon-style movies and, like, what show did we used to watch? Revolution? Terrible show. Well, like, if technology stopped working, we would not survive. Oh, I'd be one of the first people dead. I would not survive. And they fucking... I can't farm. Not Jesus. only did they survive, they were defeated, what did she say, like, 18 different viruses? I mean, a lot of people died first. Well, yeah, but if, some, if, if someone came to me and was like, hey... Ames has this really horrible disease. Put some Think leaves you can on fix it. it. I'd be like, I fucking don't know, dude. She's gonna die. What the fuck do I know Damn about it, plants? Damn it, Caitlin, save me! Here, here's some old uh, lettuce okay. poultice. For here's you. my plan. Oh, that like, helps. All right, isn't penicillin derived from mold? Let's let some bread mold over, and then we'll feed her the mold. And well, then she well, dies also, even faster. Well, I also I like how they also they do establish that Alexis is like a cunt. <laughs> Sorry, I meant um... No, I mean, well, I got no other words. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not cutting that. Fuck her. Um, but no, they establish that she's got like these, like this library of Kaczynski esque oh, yeah, manifestos her, yeah. about. Psycho. Yeah, like. And she just left in their room. Yeah. It's, Have you it, read this, uh, Miles? Like, no. that's some serious fucking cult leadership. I don't know how to read. Elrod Hubbard. Yeah, yeah man. No. So, like, 
it's it's shocking to me that they just question leave answer. How long were Cisco and O'Brien there? A couple days. Yeah, yeah. because like, like because like Alexis expected them to adapt to their society in like right away on after even though she claimed she was going to give them time, like she did not. I also don't take your uniform off, damn it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I think she was more just pissed that they were questioning her authority at yeah. all. Yeah. Well, they just got there. Of course they're going to question her yeah, authority. Yeah, but she's the fucking supreme leader. Yeah, but not you to can't them. question the supreme leader. I know. I so that's why she like takes it out on them, you know? Yeah. O'Brien again like I made a note and then O'Brien actually said it. Where <laughs> You're basically O'Brien. I think yeah, and that's fine. He's a good man mostly. But I was like, "Ah, got him out of his uniform after all." Oh, okay. I'm, all right then. Oh. Fine. Hmm. Well, all right. Hmm. Um, but when O'Brien left it as a trap in the garden, yeah, because then he does actually say, "Oh, looks like your mother got one of his oh, uniform after yeah. all." But then he, but then we had to see him in his boxer shorts and. I like how so O'Brien. O'Brien's fucking able to. Oh, when he fucking knock somebody out with like quote unquote painlessly. Yeah. It would have been funny if later Joe's like, you know, I did actually kind of shush, 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 shush. <laughs> And then he fucking made like a weird compass slash tricorder out of like a gourd, some water, and a fucking rock. Yeah. This just makes me think that Alexis's husband was not very good at engineering because it took Colmini two days to figure this shit out. And allegedly the husband was... Joseph wasn't husband? her husband. Yeah, he oh, was, he wasn't? No. He was just, oh, well, she fucking made him his, her bitch so much. Oh, yes. Year. Yeah, but that's he was true. the mechanic on the ship. Oh, I thought he that they were the married. Nope, 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 nope. Well. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, she said so, like, he was one of the last holdouts, or he said he was one of the last holdouts yeah, to I her philosophy. Bet she was. Because, ben like, was. Which is interesting that, like, you know, it just irritated me so much that as soon as, like, he spoke and was like, yeah, no, we want to stay. And it's like, well, Don't maybe, speak for everyone. Maybe you should no. have a fucking town meeting or something. Some people should leave. Yeah. Most you know, of them. I honestly, you should leave. Insects I, on this planet that if they bite you, you'll get a fucking fever and die. Yeah. I guess I kind of just feel like, I wonder if just having Alexis and maybe her son gone will be enough to, like, throw the equilibrium off and they all fucking die anyway. Because I'm sure Alexis wasn't doing shit in the field, but I suspect maybe her son was doing his part. And so is that one person less enough to make a difference? Like, are they just totally fucked now because it's all been thrown off? Yeah, I feel like the son was like the fucking muscle. Muscle, yeah. You know, he had his his bow. He was normally the watchman. Yeah, but maybe he was catching, like, maybe there's a meat supply and he was the, oh, God, the meat supply. But anyway, <laughs> he was no, the meat supply. But maybe he was, like, catching meat. Wow. <laughs> Clearly he was the meat supply. We saw how they were holding hands at the end. But my, I'm just saying, like, if wow. he was contributing in any way, in any, you know, substantial way to their community, yeah. that could be enough, you know? Yeah. I don't know. That I'm just saying, I worry. That community once more. <laughs> Yeah, she was yeah, a man. complete douche. Because that, that is a word that is often weaponized in even the real world. It's like, it's right, the community, fuck, the community can go fuck itself. Yeah, I mean, like, this is the fucking dark side of the space hippies, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Herbert. Yeah. <laughs> that bitch was a Herbert. Uh. <laughs> what a great fucking insult. Oh, so at the, at the opening, Jonestown. we had uh, a little bit of um, O'Brien's background. He apparently he was, was a shitty mechanic. He was a sh- third in mechanical aptitude until he had to jury rig a transporter in less than ten minutes. And then suddenly it just all kind of fell into place. Yeah, I like that little bit of backstory though because it does. And now it's finally explained. Yeah. why he went from being like a you know cannon fodder. Yeah. In during the on set like three to being a. You know, as an like a chief, chief, engineer. chief engineer, an NCO. Yeah, like we get we well, get through transporter chief first though. We can kind yeah. of understand how he impressed Captain what's his name so much. Maxwell. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Cap- well, that guy was a fucking Fruit Loop anyway. Well, yeah, he was but I mean, right. We found you know. Yeah. Heavily implied he was correct. His methods were just incredibly wrong. Um, Team Cardassia. <laughs> <laughs> through and through. Yeah, and I thought that was fine. I liked uh, I liked the very brief moment of O'Brien and 
Cisco sort of dadding together because they are both fathers, but I don't feel like at this point they've played into that as much. That's well, true. Yeah, like we only both... ever see Cisco being a dad. Yeah, to be fair, yeah, we don't, <laughs> well, I forget that Miles has a kid. But I mean, like even just them talking about it, like it, it's like, oh yeah, you're both family men. It's I, I kind of forget that sometimes. For again, for obvious reason, because they don't have like they they don't do. O'Brien's family a lot unless it's yeah, to show that his that day's same, gone weird. Yeah, or, to, or to, or to show his, emphasis, really. his wife eating food with him once yeah. in a while. Mm. I like that it's implied. Like, him she's not interested in sex. That, like, oh yeah, we gotta get Jake ready for the academy. And I'm like, Jake's not going to fucking academy. He's a fucking dipshit. Why do you say that? Well, no, it's getting, they... getting tutoring from the pack lens. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but the, the thing is that we did find out, of course, that the thing about his grades being bad... That was bullshit. It was, was a lie. lie. Or he just doesn't know how bad his grades That's are. That's what I'm thinking. F is for fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, he's third in mechanical aptitude. He's, he's not going to be an engineer, which is, you know, fine. But yeah, that's the no, thing. He is wasn't like, third. He was in the lowest, the, the 33rd percentile. Yeah, they refer to it as the third something in mechanical aptitude. I couldn't remember the something. So yeah, third tier or whatever. I thought he said he was in the bottom third. Is that what? Yeah. Either way, yeah. He, I mean, he was, it was supposed he to be oldest, bad. He's like the oldest kid in those classes, <laughs> though. Is the problem? Yeah, but well, clearly he's just not into fucking engineering, and that's fine. Math sucks. Um, well, you're not, not wrong. in the future. In the future, especially a in the future. Fucking super genius. I know it's tedious. Yeah, that's the thing. It must suck to live in the future because math and science and all that shit must be so much more important. Like, that's just... But the computer can do most of it for you. But I actually, I, I guess, you know, I, but... I, 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 I didn't mean that Jake's a dipshit, even though I, that's literally what I said. But what I really meant is... <laughs> when I said Jake was a dipshit, what I meant was... What I really meant was, um, I like again, I like that he's shown as being, you know, a normal just, kid yeah, and not yeah. a yeah. fucking super genius. Yeah, no, he's, he's a well, person. No, we all like nice. that. You know, he, I mean... He's not... He's not go- I mean, like, I think. I don't want to speak know, He's everybody. not the kind of person that's going to be good in, in mechanical shit because he's got other interests, like getting laid. Oh, like fucking Dabo girls. girls. Well, no, um, he was teaching her about um bugs. Maybe he's interested in bugs. You Entomology? Know. You gonna eat some? Yeah. <laughs> cute. That was cute. Also, I, I had talked about this last week, but I think I maybe was supposed to talk about it this week in my oh. notes. Uh, they do make it a little more explicit. Where Who farts in the shower? Yes. No, but Cisco mentions his father was a chef. So oh, he well, also then he stopped being a brothers. Chef. Yeah, which I don't know if that ever comes up. Neither do I. How many fathers does Cisco have? That's true. Um, that's that's that you know. That's oh, fair. that's interesting. Polly. No, I don't even thinking that. I'm thinking of like. Being able to do a total pregnancy thing or a total making a baby thing with just dudes. Just dudes. Because they mean they totally could, right? I mean, you just. Yeah. It's just fifty percent from everybody. Yeah. Doesn't this is have Star to Trek be a in the, in, the, in the mid nineties. Yeah, they weren't. There's no two dads. That. Yeah, no. Rick Berman. Well, I don't know. Ames was the one who asked how many dads he had. Well, I know. I, I know. I mean, it's a good it. question. It, it is. is. I bet you like better Star Trek would, would address yeah. that. But yeah, this is Rick Berman Star Trek. But mm. I don't. I don't see Rick Berman Star Trek having. Yeah, no. Rick, Rick, yeah. Yeah, it's an element of the Expanse that I really like because there's a character who comes from like a. I want to say it's a poly yeah, family, but it might I, just kind of be like a communal family. I think it's a kind communal family. That's what I was thinking of when you said how many yeah. dads. I was like, oh, maybe it's like a community. Yeah. Uh, uh, I thought you meant literally. So I could mean that too, though. That's good. Another That's an interesting thing, uh, topic. They really should have shown like the, the orgies. No. Yes. Or like let us know how hot they are. Who's orgies? Uh, the very, orgies are extremely The orgies on, Elect- on, on Paradise, on Paradise planet? planet? Yeah, I wouldn't. I, like, maybe, I don't know. The sun, the sun had what? That meat pack. No, what would, what would we just say it was? Oh, God. I don't the know. He was the meat supply. Meat, meat supply. supply. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's actually, I'll try to remember to post this picture. Um, uh, where what? are we going with this? There's an amazing, there's this extra during the scene where Alexis is basically admitting, oh. like, you've got me, I was guilty, I did all of it. Oh, the fuck guy? His what? look is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. there's this one guy, like, everyone else is like, like oh, oh, but there's one guy who's just like, what? Like, you know, like fucking uh, aghast. And, like, like, if anyone wasn't staying on the planet after that, it was that motherfucker. Like, when they were directing the episode, the director missed that this one person was really selling how fucking... And don't get me wrong, that is totally the right expression. Yeah. Like, the fact that people didn't just immediately jump on her and beat her to death is impressive. You gotta imagine that... 
Yeah, sure. These people are living their life, but they must have had families that yeah. think they're dead. Yeah. One of them has serious concerns about the fucking fashion of the future. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way she's staying on that planet. No. She's like, bye. I have I remade clothes. this same dress 15 times <laughs> I've got clothes I mean, but here's to the buy, thing now. bitch. Now they can't, like, unless the Federation comes back, like, their ship, they talk about how they dismantled and threw out all the Where? They parts. don't have a junkyard. They, yeah, it's all just in a pile in the back. I assume yard. a lot of it. Like, yeah, we threw it out. It's fine. A lot of it probably got just repurposed into hose and shit. Hose? Hose? Like, uh, like the woman that came to Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> that scene was so good. <laughs> Did she, did she, did she send you to make love to me? I was like, oh, Cisco. I, I love Take though. Take the compliment, dude. Well, I think at first I was like, why are you turning this down? Oh, that's, oh yeah, you're right. You, oh yeah, no, I, I get did it. Did we say no. it's very bread and circuses? No, but you're right. Mm. Wait, what happened in bread and circuses? Was they, there a lot of hoary? They're, yeah. They, they tried they to s- like. They tried to sweet talk Kirk by sending him a woman and he totally banged her. I mean, and they, it was weird because she was a slave. Yeah. Oh, they, yuck. they pulled that in the storyteller, too. With the That's girl. true. That's right. They tried but to they send... seemed into it. Yeah. No, Julian was into yeah. it. <laughs> O'Brien was like, oh, I'm fucking married. So, another thing from Cisco that I loved, his delivery on his line, it was during that scene where he was, like, calling her out on having sent this woman to him, and he just finds, like, I fucking hate your guts. Like, damn straight you do. But he says, you know, perhaps one day you'll even feel the hand of God on your shoulder. And, like, he delivers it so well, and he gives God that little extra, like, oomph. And he's like, ah, that's a good delivery. Like, I'm not even going to try to do it, because it was just too good, and I'd fuck it up, but... I liked it. Yeah. It was, like, half threat, half promise, half... P.S. by hand of God, I mean, I am going to destroy you. Yeah, it's going to be me. It's that song song by John Legend. I'm not afraid to do the Lord's work. Yeah. Hmm? Waco, 92, 93? So this is proximate... Oh, shit, yeah. Well, you mentioned, is Jonestown Waco? No. no, Jonestown's different. That's earlier. We've discussed all the different cults before. Yeah, 93. That's a year. Seriously, we should probably be doing a true crime podcast with the way we talk about cults. Mm, we could do a cult cult podcast. It's yeah, it's too fascinating. much Fascinating. It's a fascinating topic. It's fascinating. We've done a lot of research. And we we're also very ill-informed. I research, so. barely. Well, yeah, but I, mean, I we, watched a stupid movie this week. We all have to, and we're Dude, lazy. I'll be real. If we did a, a a show just on cults, I would absolutely do the research. The thing that's interesting about Waco is like the that's where the, the big money is. Is this true crime shit? Sorry, you know, Jake. they if they really want to do a Waco story, they would have had the Federation storm the mm. the thing, right? Because that was that's what happened. Yeah. There would have been Kool Aid. No, no, that's, that's Jonestown. Jonestown. Jonestown Son is Kool Aid is Jonestown. Waco was. Waco, the story was less about the the religious stuff, the, like the the cult, and more about how they they were stockpiling weapons, oh. and the ATF stormed and burnt down oh, alcohol, tobacco, tobacco firearms. firearms. It's a oh. police, federal federal what a police. weird thing lump of things to yes. get together. Um, what is it? Alcohol, tobacco, tobacco, and firearms. So like everything that people in con- Congress are getting like throwbacks from, basically, yes. probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but these, but yeah, but they're supposed to like regulate, like guns and shit like that. And their response was disproportionate. Yes, they 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 bombed, burnt, and stormed the compound, killing a shitload of people. And you gotta say this, this wasn't just like a bunch of hardcore cultists. This was their possibly unwilling spouses and definitely unwilling children, or at least not old enough to make a choice. But here's yes. here's the thing: the the biggest fucking fallout, I believe from Waco is that it fucking gave ammunition, so to speak, to the fucking right-wing gun nuts. Yeah. Because it was basically like, look. Oh, see, the government will come and take If you have your guns, guns, the government's going to fucking bomb your compound and burn you out and kill you. Good. Then maybe give back your guns and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, but that's not the point. Son of a bitch. So all this time I thought Waco was Jonestown and it is totally different. Jonestown was Jim Jones. He was like a fucking psycho rape guy who brought his his followers to, to South America and um, had a compound, and when it became, and then uh, the a U.S. congressman like was alerted to the fact that there was like sexual slavery and all kinds of fucked up shit at this religious compound. So he flew there, and then when he tried to leave, they shot him 
shot his plane up, killed him. Jesus. And then Jim Jones is like, well, fuck, we shot a U.S. congressman. So, um, all right, everybody. Well, our next sacrament is going to be to drink the suicide juice. And, uh, and like, a fuck ton of people died. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Yep. Uh, Heaven's Gate. Yes, Heaven's Gate I've definitely heard that about. Was, uh, that was a few years after this episode, I believe. That was like 97. So, yeah, that was later. Nichelle Nichols' brother, sadly, was yeah. a member. The ladies on uh, My Favorite Murder did a thing about Heaven's Gate. I think I've already talked about Heaven's Gate before and how they they, they left one guy. Right, two. These are the... Or was it To, two? like, keep the, the, the website, the website right going. Now. These were yeah, the Hades Comet people, right? Uh, Hail Bop. Hail Bop Comet, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should wrap this up. Yeah, we, we, we've, we've gone on to real world cults. Uh, this woman was a psycho. Um, I hope she goes to space prison forever. I she hope... goes in her own metal box. Yes. Hey, and bop. I hope that hey, the Federation sends hey, help hey, for those bop. poor poor people. Hey, those poor people. <laughs> All right. Speaking of poor people, our us. audience, am I right? Oh, and also <laughs> us. Thank you for listening to episode 162 of A Star to Steer Her By. Next week, we're going to take a deep dive into a couple more episodes of Deep Space Yuck 9, Shadow Play, and speaking of weird culty shit, Playing God. A lot of play. Mm. A lot of play next week. Mm. As long as there's no pony play, because that weirds me out. Didn't I... Pony did I write? Wait, you did. was that for I this read, podcast? No, that was for Foxes. Was what it for Foxes? I wrote a. Sure, I once wrote play a pony story. play. What's a, what's a pony play? Pony play is a kink where it's like a it's like a dom sub relationship where one of you is literally got like a bridle in your mouth and acting like a horsey, the other and the other person is has a crop. I actually one once upon a time saw a some pony play stuff happening where this person Live? who was, yes, who was, um, that was the most dead. Yes. I've ever heard. Well, it was the weirdest shit I've ever seen. Speaking of which, how no, does wait, a pony wait. shit? I don't know. Like a horse where they stand. Okay. So literally I don't have any idea. I hope not. Aims your face right there. It was kind of like that extra's face. <laughs> so it was We're a person. So many of our it audience was, right now. It was a person. Wait a minute. You've been taking down the, the technology all this time. It was a person with a bridle okay. and reins and the whole nine yards, Got and they it. were pulling their person along in a little one-person carriage. Oh, that's yeah, fun. It was very nice. It was very elegant. Um, um, I've never that seen. I can get it. Never seen anything like it. It was very, very, very strange. But listen, this has been a star to steer her by. There's an adult baby thing too, right? That's a real thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Yep. That's well. We'll talk about that when you're older. Wow. Anyway, so glad to be so vanilla. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not my thing. I just know. I about like it. good old fashioned <laughs> penetration. P and V. That's what we call that. P to V. P to P and V. This has been a star to steer her by. <laughs> you keep trying for it. It keeps not working. If you like what you heard, Fiston. Say <laughs> <laughs> if you like what you heard about pony play, and you want to hear. No, but seriously, Star Trek, definitely not weird kinky shit. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, you can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, not Pony Play, and of course, Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Facebook by searching A Star to Steer Her By or fucking rude. What are we, keeping you up? Sorry. I ate way too much sushi today. I'm still recovering. You can find us, uh, we are SSHB Podcast on Tumblr and Twitter. And if you go to SSHBpodcast.com, you'll find our home on the web, which is just our Tumblr. And maybe Caitlin will write up those, uh, those... Some James Joyceian notes some, he's been promising. Some letters us. from Mike O'Brien to Keiko. And in the meantime, I have been Caitlin. I've been Jake. This has been Chris. And this is always Ames. Rule of one of the higher up rules of acquisition is uh fuck what was it know your clients yeah before you before you before they walk in the door yes and give them presents which rule of acquisition is that I don't know one of the higher one one ninety one or something yeah love you unlike Quark. Quark to not know. <laughs> <laughs>
Anyway, I think that they were trying to make you think he was a replicant. He just made it up. I think they're all just made up. Or maybe maybe he just made, yeah, he makes up the rules. Yeah. Yeah.